As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 97. I am the stupid awesome analyst, Jonathan, and with me is the hard man with harder opinions, Andrew. Hi. And we have the fangirl, Victoria. Hi. King Baby Duck Evan of the Boston Bastard Brigade. Hello. And 42 Believer Sarah. Thanks for having me back. Yay. She's of course. Course. We got a party. Yay. We do. <laughs> actually, actually, if I if I don't remember, if I remember correctly, Sarah, you were like, I would like to be on an episode. And we said I was. okay. Yes, and we said okay because that is a great. We always love having you on the show. Yeah, <laughs> I so, always love being on the show. Good, I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> so, for all fans listening out there, uh, this this structure for the show is going to be a little bit different than normal. We're trying something new because I started grad school. I want to get my teaching license so I could be a teacher someday. And uh, nerd. Big boy jobs. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and so with my current work schedule, being a paraprofessional in uh, school, and then also taking college cra- classes, I have homework now. College crashes. Co- college crashes, yeah, right? right um, so the structure of the show is going to be more conversational than it ever has been. We're just going to keep talking about stuff, what's happening in the industry, what's happening in anime. And we're just going to, we have some talking points, we have a little bit of, of waifu watch that we want to talk hey. about, we're just going to make this a normal conversation, we're not going to have the regular or talking points that we... You know strange news to freak me out? Uh, unfor- unless some, somebody has it, you know. Then... Evan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Evan has some, uh, like, as, as always, throw in stuff. That's why I'm like, oh. Well, I remember, like, a while ago, he was dying to tell us the story, or have us tell the story about the, um, well, there were two that that really freaked me out. There was the one that was the Swedish cafe that was yep. a coffee shop that also offered oral sex. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. oh, God. oh, my God. Oh, no, it wasn't, it wasn't Swedish, it was Swiss. It was from Swiss. Switzerland. Switzerland. Yeah. Important distinction. Cause, cause, uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah. Although I wouldn't be surprised if Sweden had it too. Yeah, that's that's true. 
Um, and then the Those other one that you gave bastards. me. Was, so like we couldn't do that one because it was Switzerland. It is. Uh, it is Western. No, sorry, it's Eastern. To, uh, to our to us, but yeah, it's, it's Eastern to us. Yeah, because we're the center of the globe. <laughs> yeah, right. So it could be on <laughs> any side, really. Around. Everything goes around the United States. That's right. Yeah, America. And, <laughs> but then the America. other. But Fuck then, yeah. The other one, though, too. Speaking of that, uh, was the alarm clock, Evan, that you had. <laughs> Which, but that I was, actually kind of felt guilty sending you that as soon as I pushed the send button. I'm really scared to ask. What's the alarm clock do? Go ahead, Evan. So, <clears throat> so this is an alarm clock that <laughs> women can. I've insert. seen it. You're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> seen it. All right. So for those who have not oh, seen man. it, what I ask. <laughs> <laughs> it's All I had to say was women can insert in the conversation in, for this week for me. <laughs> Welcome back, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, it's well, a like vibrator alarm clock it. that wakes you up with an orgasm because that's just how you should wake up, apparently. <laughs> with Folgers in your cup. I feel like that would tire you out, though. <laughs> Whatever. It would. You wouldn't want to yeah, get like, out of bed. No after way. That. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, that felt All so right, good. All right, that conversation's <sighs> done. What are we doing now? <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> and that was strange. That's as strange as it gets. Thanks. <laughs> um, well, there's one super important thing that happens that has caught all of our attention. It's blown up on every anime page that I know of. And this is the discussion about how Crunchyroll and Funimation are now yeah. partners. Yeah, what? Partners! Best friends for life! <laughs> <laughs> Which is amazing. Like, this is... Yeah. Uh, instead of competing with one another, they decide to work together because they know how small the anime industry actually is and it being a growing and flourishing industry now, like, it's... It, mm-hmm. The anime industry is stronger than it than it's ever been. Now, with Funimation and Crunchyroll joining teams, it's a powerhouse. It's so smart to do it. Like, it is. Oh, my God. Because it is. now anime is... so much sense. Anime is cheaper than it's ever been, ever. Mm-hmm. And, and I know, for, they gotta get for, for Funimation standards, freer than it's ever been. Yeah, yeah it's true. insane. There are shows that I've wanted to watch for a long time, like Grimgar. Uh, that's on Crunchyroll now, and it's streaming for they free. Put, they're putting Psycho Pass on. I can finally watch Psycho Pass. Yeah. You, you guys know I have a little, like, addiction to but then there's also content that Funimation is putting on Crunchyroll's streaming site that you can't watch unless you have a Funimation account. Yeah, I know. Which, it, but it's only an additional six dollars. So, so you pay twelve dollars a month to get all of Funimation and Crunchyroll stuff. That's still really affordable. That's less than cable. Yeah, it's still very affordable for, th- <laughs> really for thousands of anime. Much less than cable. Yeah, like there's really no excuse not to get an account anymore. Right. Like, as an yeah. anime fan, you have no excuse not to get one. Unless you just yeah, want to stick with the Yeah, don't be a douchebag and be like, I'm still gonna do fan subs. Yeah, it will... Only, the only reason it's okay to do fan subs is if it's not legal in your country. Other than that, you've got no excuse. Yeah, because um, they've given us so many options now uh, that you don't have to torrent anything. And the fact that you're putting money into an industry that you want to support, it's very, very important. Um, Absolutely, so because like, I feel like that anime industry is like the only one that's really fan generated when it when it comes to funding. Yeah, for sure. I gotta say that whenever I hear fan subs now, I still think of the old days where you just went onto YouTube and you watch episodes <laughs> in three parts. <laughs> now you gotta pay for that too. Yeah, so. yeah, right. <laughs> it's true. 
Do you think YouTube Red is going to come out with an anime channel? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, if they form a partnership with someone like, well, I was going to say Sentai Filmworks, but Sentai just did a partnership with Tubi TV, so that odds are that's not going to happen. I mean, who else is there? I mean, Viz Media is still on Hulu. Um, Media Blasters, they're kind of a floating, almost a floating fish <laughs> well, in water. See, but the <laughs> thing is, is that actually not on Hulu anymore because there's actually a lot of titles from Viz Media that are no longer available because Yahoo got like bought out Hulu or something. Right. Uh, there's no free that version true. of Hulu anymore. Yahoo has money. <laughs> Yeah, how is that? Yeah, actually, oddly enough, um, I just went on to um, Media Blaster's website, and they're literally just a front page that has news updates every once in a while. You can't search TV shows. Um, There's like a hand. Are you sure? Because I was on there the other day when I was looking at my. After looking at my Midori Days DVD, which did come in, ladies and gentlemen, I got the DVD in mail. The Chronicle of the Midori Days. Yes. And I'm going to be starting to watch it very, very soon. But I went on the website, and it, they do still license anime from time to time, but they just don't really get that good of voice actors yeah. to do it. So, I got some strange news, actually. So, you know, this is going to sound really weird. Um, you know how the hentai industry, as far as, like, dubs and uncensoring, has been long gone? Like, they haven't done it for ever. Well, I just almost found, a decade. Yeah, I just found out that uh, Media Blasters. Th- so the reason why I found this out is because Media Blasters is having a forty percent off sale on Right Stuff, and right mm-hmm. in the email on the front page is a brand new hentai DVD, like newly released, forty percent off, like dubbed and uncensored. Like holy crap! Like Media Blasters still has Kitty Media. Kitty Media. Like who remembers Kitty Media? <laughs> Nobody. I do. Like, like uh, apparently Kitty Media is still a division that exists, and yeah. they just recently released a new one. It's unbelievable. You can only you usually you can only find those DVDs still wrapped in the plastic if you get them on those twenty dollar gift bags that <laughs> or those those random grab bags from. From conventions, yeah, because like all the all basically everything that you find uncensored in the in the United States is all the really low quality old stuff. Yeah. But now this yeah. is like a high quality animation, new age hentai, and I was just like, right on the front page of my email. Thanks, right stuff. <laughs> it's like, wait, did Jalus just send this to me? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But get this. So with the Crunchyroll and Funimation thing too. There's also an additional follow-up story that I found on my newsfeed on Facebook right before we started recording this. And Aniplex is going to stream the movie I've Always Liked You on Crunchyroll. What does that mean? Aniplex. They were streaming a movie. Oh, I see. Oh. I see. On Crunchyroll. Yeah, yeah. But so what, what you're is saying this is, movie? So is that what's so important that all three about of them are working together, kind of, sort of? It's... What? It sounds like, like all three of them are working together. No, um, Aniplex has always been kind of streaming some stuff because they have because uh, they have a uh, Baki Monogatari or the Monogatari series on there, mm-hmm. and that's an Aniplex property, and that's the only way I've been able to watch Monogatari. Other otherwise, every single individual DVD set of Monogatari is like sixty to eighty dollars. Yeah, but here's I think they have uh, Madoka too. Yes, yes, they have Madoka. Right. And it's interesting While too because Funimation was a streaming <laughs> race as that was going on too. Um, Crunchyroll. <laughs> she's, she's pulling out her card right now. She's signing up for Funimation. 
<laughs> this is great. No, this is this is free publicity for them. It's amazing. <laughs> so, uh, but but that's also, you know, kind of kind of big news is that Aniplex is getting into the mix too. If there's a cheaper way to watch their anime, eventually, is everything just going to be streamed on Crunchyroll? Is Crunchyroll going to be an outlet instead of a instead of a publisher for themselves? Or are they just going to be an outlet for every single, you know, I media? can definitely see it being like the Netflix for anime. Like everyone yeah. goes to them. Exactly. That's that's. I think the other, the big companies are realizing that they're like, okay, you know what? Let's just work with them. Yeah. Because that's what it is. It really is like Netflix. Man, this just makes me think how like I should start doing more illegal stuff because that's how Crunchyroll started this <laughs> yeah, whole right? this whole thing. Is they? <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it was a piracy website for anime and fan subs, and then a lawyer got involved and was just like, "Well, I'm not gonna sue you. I'm gonna help you." Yeah. Which is just crazy. So, so what illegal act can we start to get get ourselves some good business? Meth. Yeah. You know, Meth, is pretty po- Meth is pretty popular. You boys can barely do shots, never mind drugs. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, I did that shot just fine. I uh-huh. You I sure. It was I me did. that was doing the coughing. They did Both good. Of you were like, Ugh. It's, this well, next anime Boston's going to be crunk. <laughs> <laughs> No, we because Tristan's coming back and uh, and he said that he wants to all of the Annie YouTubers to get together and get drunk together. Oh, good. <laughs> so. Interesting. Well, then we'll be the designated drivers. I'm officially now. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't done it. Okay, and I was like, you know what? Screw it. If I don't do it now, I won't remember to do it later. <laughs> oh, that would actually make a really great video. So, like, Wicked Anime is like the designated drivers. You guys will all end up on the internet on Wicked Anime's page. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it's like, here's our competition, folks. <laughs> no, no, it'd be Anime Boston and our Wicked Anime's Taxi Cab Confessionals. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that sounds awesome. You probably have all the different fandoms happening in the backseat of the van. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> all the different cosplayers just making out in the back. That's my OTP! <laughs> OTP! Oh no, what's gonna happen? <laughs> what is happening? What's the topic even right now? Next uh, talking point. <laughs> Evan sent me another strange news story about a Russian blogger who went to jail for playing Pokemon Go in a church. <gasps> How could you? That would suck. Yeah. Which, which I don't what get. The rock shop where everything's illegal. What the heck would you really? catch in church? No, uh, I caught a Gengar in church. Um, no, and a Venonat. I uh, and uh, and well, and seeing that every church is a Pokemon gym, like you just kind of sit True. in church and defend yeah. the Pokemon gym. I was actually um, I was in Georgetown last week, and they had in one of the churches. I think it was like a Methodist church had a big banner welcoming all Pokemon Go users to come on by. Okay, so so when Pokemon Go first started being a thing, I was walking around my hometown, and I noticed that the local. Freemason Lodge was a Pokestop. <laughs> okay. And I, I tweeted about it, and I was like, I wonder how the Freemasons, what they think of that. And one of them tweeted back saying, I, we think it's great. Come <laughs> stop on by. And I was like, this is weird. <laughs> um, apparently in Russia, you go to jail for some reason. Ah, <laughs> for <sucks>. everything. <laughs> for everything, yes. Well, I mean, yeah. Russia. It is Russia. Yeah, we try. Uh, we tried to reach <laughs> God for comment on this since it happened in a church, but he was too busy trying to catch a dragonite. 
<laughs> Have you guys been watching anything? Uh, yeah. I've been working three jobs, so no. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've just been trying to keep up with, with everything that's in my queue. Which, I'm like super sad that something, uh, like, this season's Food Wars is almost over, because we got it for so long when it first started, and now we're... Now it's ending in only 13 episodes. But this mm. season's going really strong. Oh, and Berserk is is getting really good again. Thank goodness. Yeah. And, I, it, I got a, and it got greenlit for the next season. Yeah, which I'm I'm actually happy I about. I want it to be the manga, though. Like, see, that's the thing. I don't want it to be original content. I want it to be the manga. I mean, there's characters from the manga in it, so maybe it did leak. Maybe I just haven't made it far enough into the manga to know that it's that it's doing them but in the beginning it was original stuff and i was just like i'm not really into it because i really just want to watch berserk you know it's it still didn't really feel like berserk because it was original Mm -hmm. and plus the animation is still terrible oh yeah the animation (laughs) is distracting not as good as the movies that's for sure um but that also means that things like um jojo's bizarre adventure coming to an end which uh this season i've really enjoyed this season of jojo's bizarre adventure but it felt like a filler season even though it was, uh, like, a, a legitimate season copy of the manga. Yeah, you know, if you really want to listen to the reason behind all that stuff, listen to the episode that uh, Jared the Greek was on. I think it was two or three episodes ago. Yep. And he went on his, yeah. like, 15-minute rant about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, especially, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty uh, accurate. Diamond, Diamond is Unbreakable. He's, he's a JoJo nut, which is great. Um, yeah, just like us. But uh, he, he more knows. More so than you guys? Or? Yes, more no, so than he, us. He knows far more about it than Are we do. Are you going like. to cosplay JoJo this year? I probably won't be cosplaying Come for a while. On. I know. I, I try to I try to convince him to do it, but he just goes, nope. I like wearing my wicked anime press stuff. It makes me feel more important. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm in this. I'm I'm a, I'm in the same boat as you guys. I, that's why I always wear my no borders no race stuff. <laughs> it's possible in this anime Boston they'll have different colored hair. So really, oh, really. Uh, I so you want to become the anime? Yes. Um, <laughs> well, I, I told you guys I'm working three jobs. I just actually finished one and quit it finally. I have finally left Disney. It is That dust. is the one that I would never expect you to leave. Um, you still want to keep the magic alive. You, you want to keep the magic I alive do. still. I do. I love the magic itself, but the parks and store, I'm like, nope, I'm good now. Um, it's only magical when you're looking at it from the outside. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. So, <laughs> I am, There's no magic behind this register. <laughs> the rule was that you can't have like tattoos showing. You can't have like multicolored hair. It has to be normal color hair. You can't. You can't even have more than one ear piercing. Like, one, I want a second tattoo. Two, I plan on doing blue, purple, and green at the ends of my hair because I'm like, fuck it. I haven't done this in three, four years. <laughs> I need to have more fun with my hair. So yeah, nice. I have multicolored hair. In Boston. How many people did you ever in your job there ever wish a Disney day? Okay, so you say have a magical day to everybody. Yeah. But if you hear someone say, yeah, have a magical day, then, like, with the tone that's like, fuck you, that's because it really does mean fuck you. Um, yeah, oh, I thought that was have a Disney day. I thought have a magical no. day. I thought have a magical day was, was the proper way to say it, and then when you say have a Disney day. It's all in the tone. Okay. It's all in the tone. Um, but I've, I've said it to plenty of people, mostly the ones that, in the parks and the store. Yeah, the ones that... Uh, why don't I have a fast pass? Why is the ride broken? Sir, it is thunder and lightning outside. <laughs> it's an outside roller coaster, and you'll get electrocuted and die. Well, why can't I ride? Why is it broken? Hey, Did someone die on the come? ride? No, no one died on the ride. It's fine. <laughs> it's a, there's just something wrong in the track. They're going to fix it. No one died. It's fine. No, someone totally died. I heard someone died here. No, no one died. And then I get asked all the time. I was asked, what time is the 3 o'clock parade? <laughs> 
I had I was like five. It's <laughs> definitely five o'clock. But um, oh my god, people are so stupid. And I'm just One, I'm done. Two, I'm five. Frame alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what time is what, sir? No. <laughs> no. This is why I think that everybody in life should be required to work at least six months. Like, either before they go to college or after they go to college. It's required in your life to work six months in any retail job at all. In Russia, it's mandatory to join the military. In the yeah. United States, it's mandatory to join the in, to join the retail, retail forces. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I think that would make life so much better. Everybody would be so much nicer They'd to each other. each other. more. Like, I don't understand why people <clears throat> are so horrible. I am, like, I am so trying to hold my tongue. Yeah. <laughs> um, at the movie theater is the worst, though. Like, people leave all their crap on the floor all the time. They're like, people, like, yeah. leave their trash. We've seen a parent tell their kid, oh, leave it. It's their job to clean it it's up. The maids, it's like, the maid's job. It's pretty much how we're treated, and it's just ridiculous. Yep. We do, yeah, ev- we do eventually uh, talk about anime on this Right, podcast. that's a thing. <laughs> we, were talking, we were talking about Disney. I know. It's I know. not anime, but I've been watching Thunderbolt Fantasy. Oh, yeah. No, we've, uh, we've, we've discussed Thunderbolt oh, yeah. Fantasy before. Go ahead. You've probably oh, made I, it farther than any of us. Uh, so it's just, it's like, it's like the most beautiful train wreck I've ever seen. I can't look away. Oh, but the boys are so pretty. No, I like, it's, it's, it's a weird, like, love-hate. Like, I'm like, I'm in love, but like, it, it's, it's so weird. Genorobuchi just doesn't care. He's just doing whatever he wants to do. <laughs> and it's kind of beautiful. Yeah. And no, I think that show is great. Like I do too. I feel like it's the summer show to watch. I tell anybody, just watch the first five minutes of episode one and you're on board. Like I yeah, yeah. I, I think that everybody should be watching it. it's it's a lot of fun. And it is silly. It's goofy. You look at it and it is so silly. Like the, they're that, so over dramatic. Yeah, but that's but what then, makes like, it so charming. Yeah, but at the same time, you're watching it like I had no idea you could do puppetry like this. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, the only like I said, the only time that I ever saw any puppetry that that was like, yep, that was definitely puppetry was the part where the girl in the first episode jumps over the cliff to get away from the bad guys, and it's literally somebody <laughs> just throwing a doll over a cliff. <laughs> what? No, yeah. 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 My favorite moment is in the opening song when they show her CGI feet, and I'm like, "What are those?" <laughs> um, no, my favorite. My favorite is in episode two when um, who's the main guy? The, the 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 wandering samurai when he when he walks into the village and everyone starts to run away, and it's just the most goofiest looking like running away like a three stooges sort of thing. And I'm going, "Whoa!" <laughs> okay, so so the running. If any of you have seen the Twilight movies, oh, the God. running that like happens when Bella's on Edward's back and they're like going. Oh the my God! No, that's the kind of running. That's what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, in oh, like the like the million dollar man running. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only it's more real here on Thunderbolt Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the effects in that show because how they're like it's it's like a tokusatsu person has gone in and done so like have you ever watched Power Rangers or uh, Kamen Rider? Oh, like the effects in it are so classic, so crisp, so awesome, you know. And it's gory too. Yeah, it's, it's very. I, you never thought that puppets get. That it's gory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, never they, thought that <laughs> puppets getting cut in half would be so gory, but it is. It is great. It's exploding really, into a pile really of guts. I kind of wish people listening could see my face right now. Yeah. I'm just like, what the yeah. hell? The exploding <laughs> reminds me of classic Mortal Kombat. Oh, God. Yeah. It's so good. So the, like, shake a can and explosion of blood thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then just a little little uh, digital paper cutout 
uh, oh, yeah, yeah. pieces of, of body like go everywhere. What? Yeah. But I really I really appreciated the episode zero where you could like hear them talk about it. Yeah. That was yeah, that really was nice. cool. I mean yeah, it was, that was cool amazing. just to see how they did it anyways. You know how how much of the effects are practical, like the smoke yes. and leaves blowing across, all that stuff is actually being blown across the sets that they create. And these dolls are huge. They're like up to your knee. You know, if you were to stand yep. one of the dolls up next to you, they're they're big. And it takes like four people to to do puppeteer there, yeah. one of them. It's, yeah. It's so impressive. Uh, and I, I hope that they do more of this stuff because it's so unique. Um, I've been watching uh, an older anime. And not older as in like way too old, but like uh, about six years ago or so. Um I, I believe it came up on our show a long time ago, but I don't remember speci the specifics. Um, but I found it through a J-List post, and uh, Peter Payne posts about it all the time because it's very gifable. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's Saitokai Yakuin Domo. Yeah. Um, and I find it absolutely hilarious. Like it's a four coma style anime, and the humor in it is very, very, very sexist towards males. And it's hilarious. Like, did, it's, did you just watch the first season or I've, the second season? I'm I'm almost done with the I'm almost done with the first season. I have the first. Oh. Yeah, I have the first season, the OVA, and then season two is on Crunchyroll. Yes. Um, which I don't which know, show is this one? Uh, 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 Saito Kai Yakuin Domo. Yeah. You see, I tried watching that, and I really didn't find it that funny. Like, I watched wow. the first couple, of, up, so couple episodes. See, my see, my favorite girl is the really short one. Like, I love. <laughs> her she is just the funniest character because um i i think i like her the best um one because she stays away from all, i mean the sex humor is funny because it's not like humor involving sex it's humor about sex which it, i find there's a difference in that but she's the one who doesn't talk about that she's the one who's always you know like has like the smart humor like she's always do, telling all the smart jokes that i really like um especially in the first season i think it's even, just even episode two or three uh, when she's talking to that foreigner, and like, and like they have the foreign guy coming up, pedal, 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 pedal. He's like <laughs> yeah. trying to find the 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 station. She comes out and starts talking to him in English, and thank you, yeah, little girl. And and then she like starts swearing at him in English and cursing. Oh, so, oh, I was, yeah, I I really really enjoy it. Um, and yeah, for for some reason to me, like just the utter sexism is hilarious. It's, it's a very just, quotable show. It's very, yeah, it's... All um, right. And, so and, apparently I watched the first couple episodes, but it was like the second season, because the first yeah. season's not on Crunchyroll. No, yeah, only the second season is on Crunchyroll. There's a, there's one season and one OVA that are elsewhere, and you have to use probably a magical anime tree to get it. Ah. Uh, because it's, I, I don't, it's not a Funimation, it's not a uh, Daisuke, um... Daisuke. It'll be on YouTube Red Animation Channel. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, it's it's really funny. I I've been enjoying watching it, and the four coma style uh, slice of life harem is is very appealing to me. Uh, it's it's really quick, punchy humor. Uh, it's I, I I like it. Yeah, I I, right. I might give it a second chance. See, I've oh, also yes, watched something <laughs> kind of old as well. In addition yeah. to Thunderbolt Fantasy, um, I watched. A, I told Evan about this. It's a movie called Thumbelina, A Magical Story, and it's a kid's film. Okay. And it was released in English in 1993. It was originally 26 episodes long, but a guy named Jim Terry took it and cut it down to an 80-minute long film. 
Huh? Is it based like Thumbelina, like the movie Thumbelina? Like Yeah, isn't Super that Thumbelina? It's like it's like an anime Thumbelina. Huh. Is it is this like the same studio who did like the anime Little Mermaid and stuff like that? Yes. yes. Okay. Kid picks. Really? Interesting. Yes. And what I find really funny is that there's a lot of really well known voice actors in it and they aren't credited at all. Really? Mona Marshall's in this and she plays one of the main characters and she's not credited. Really? It's, it's, it's really weird. It's kind of like um, how uh, Crispin Freeman, his first uh, anime voice acting gig was in Ping Pong Club. And he's using an alias in that in that anime. And it's just like, wow, that's totally Crispin Freeman, but it's his first anime. And it's, a, <laughs> and it's like a very, very raunchy, horrible uh, thing. And it's like, I bet you he did that alias because he didn't want to end up in hentai like the other voice actors did in, yep. in that uh, from that show. Yeah, but Mona Marshall's doing pretty good for herself. Oh, no, Mona Marshall's doing great. Oh, yeah, she's doing phenomenal. Um, in fact, she's in that new Digimon movie that, that just came out. She reprised his role as Izzy. That's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mona Marshall's, like, goals. When she came to Anime Boston and, like, went up to introduce herself, I just fell in love with her. I'm like, I want to be like that when I'm that age. <laughs> she had so much energy. She was amazing. Okay, so not watching nothing, I, I was like, yeah, I should You lied. Watch. I know. Oh, oh, it's Critical Role. That's all I've been watching. Oh, you're still watching Critical Role? I have two you more episodes. You can't say that every week. Well, I have two more episodes. Two more episodes and then you're caught up? Yes. Oh, my gosh. There are 60-something episodes and they're four hours yeah. long. I can totally say that every week. <laughs> Jeez. I just, I, when I'm driving or when I'm at work, if I have time that I can listen to my headphones, I'm just listening to my headphones. It's I, uh, really addicting and I get to listen to Travis Willingham. Like, D&D podcast will come up again on this on this episode. Yep. So stay tuned. I, um, I'm bringing something unique to the table because uh, we watched a movie, Andrew and I. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That I want to talk about and combines two of our most favorite things in the world, Japan and Tom Selleck's mustache. Oh. Um, <laughs> if anybody has seen the, what, what year, 1992? 1992? 1993. 1993 okay. film, Mr. Baseball. Oh yeah. my God, I remember seeing that as a kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Mr. Baseball, yeah. What a great movie. So Tom Selleck is the superstar baseball player, but he's getting older in his American career and he's getting kind of washed up. So... What his agent does is sends him to a to Japan to play Japanese baseball, which is completely different than American baseball. And he and Tom. Well, Sel- no, it's it's the same game, but different like standards and different rules. Yes. Yeah. And um, Tom Selleck is this stuck-up dude. He's he's actually a pretty terrible character throughout the entire film, and he barely he just he just barely gets better as a character as the movie goes on. Like he he becomes a little less horrible. <laughs> Which is weird because Tom Selleck always plays this awesome stand-up dude in all of his films and TV shows. Like, if you've seen Blue Bloods, it's amazing. Donnie Wahlberg. With Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie yeah. Wahlberg. And, and in this movie, he's so different because... Yeah, he's, uh, he's nasty. He's yeah, he's like a douchebag. Um, but maybe he, maybe he did that to... Oh, to prepare himself in case he were going to do a Mad Bull 34 movie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... It, but the movie is good in in the Japanese uh, culture aspect because they get so much stuff perfect, which is appropriate for a Japanese you know culture film. But when you Hollywood stuff up every once in a while, it's pretty funny too. It's really funny. Yeah, there's a lot of really mm. funny stuff in it, and it, it was a very enjoyable film. And I thirteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> 
15%. But Rotten Tomatoes is not anything I rate not any. Anymore. I don't base any of my decisions Fine, on Rotten IMDb Tomatoes. IMDb says 5.9 out of 10. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> a little better. <laughs> yeah. And we're not saying this is the be- this is an Emmy Award I'm winning Tom, Tom Selleck. Emmy Award. <laughs> Emmy. Yeah, daytime Emmy. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Tom Selleck has won Emmys before. That makes sense. But in this case, it's a movie, so it would be a... An Academy Award. An Academy Award. I or a Golden Globe. <laughs> or a Golden Globe. I almost said Grammy. Um, but we, but Golden Globes. A are, Tony. He almost won a Tony. He almost won a Tony. <laughs> Does Tom Selleck? Could Tom Selleck win a Tony? I don't know. Evan, Evan would know that. Yeah, Evan. Evan, Evan has. Tom I think Selleck he's been, been nominated a couple times for a Tony. <laughs> um, Evan, you know everything. I don't know. <laughs> um, just shockingly everything. Yeah, no, I, I mean it as a compliment. It's just like, wow. <laughs> Literally everything. That's why we always say Evan would know that, because it's true. Evan would know it. <laughs> I understand now. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a fun movie. If you guys have a chance to watch it, watch it. But don't be like, like, oh my gosh, I have to see Mr. Baseball now. Sarah, that came out before you were born. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Awkward. How old is Sarah? <laughs> I'm 21. Ah, I feel old now. <laughs> hey, when we I, met I'm her, at least she, legal. Yeah, when we met her, she couldn't even drink yet. Oh, damn. She was a tazine. Yep. I was the Babs. Yes, you were. <laughs> um, yet still more subscribers. <laughs> more. So that was only after I met you guys. That is true. Uh, I guess, yeah. <laughs> oh, that is right. There was one moment in time... Where we had more subscribers than... No way. Yeah. I don't believe that. Yeah. When, when I first met you guys, I was still a nobody. Yep. She had like 300 and we were at like 333. One show that I've really been liking this season, and it's another one of those like relaxing anime to watch, is um, Amanchu. The scuba diving anime. Oh, of course. Yeah. I, I had to think about that for, for a second. I don't know why, because it actually has legitimately been one of my favorites. Here's a, here's a kick. I was doing some research, and the guy who directs this show was the original director of the first season of Sailor Moon and Sergeant Frog. Interesting. Sailor Moon makes sense. No, Sergeant Frog kind of makes sense, too. Mm-hmm. Especially when Picari goes into her Kermit form. <laughs> yeah, when she turns into a Muppet. Yeah. I like... I can't, I don't know why, but I can't help it. Like, every time that she goes into that form, like, I have to read the subtitles out loud. And a voice like this. Yay! (laughs) James does a really good Kermit. It's freaky. (laughs) Yeah, when's James coming back on the show? Yeah, Yeah, what is it? Friggin' managers. Okay, so something that's still up in the air about this show. Is it gay? I don't think it is. I don't. I I legit think it's about good friendship. But... Yeah, I don't. I don't think it is either. But the very, but the opening to the show is very Yuri Tastic. Yeah, it's very it is diving. very Yuri Tastic. It's very diving lesbians. I mean, if it turned out that way, I mean, of course that's fine. But but I just, it's it's so hard to tell. There's yeah, such a like, fine line. No, but it does point to friendship for me. It's very friendship based. But that won't stop the fans. Does it? Yeah, no, right? it won't stop the fans. And I'm really hoping that this isn't going to be the only season for Amachi because the person who created it, Kuzo Yamano, she also wrote. Aria, which is a super popular sort of relaxing slice of life series, and that got three anime series and like four OVAs. Like that's how popular that series was. So I'm hoping the same thing's going to happen with Amanchu. Mm. Yeah, I would I would like to keep watching. It's it's one of those really relaxing shows, almost in the same way that Flying Witch was. It's not as yeah. good as Flying Witch, in my opinion, though. I love Flying. I'd Witch agree. I, I'd agree that that this one is uh, not as funny. But it's got that mellow, definitely that. It does have the mellow, mellow sense to it, yeah. I would say like I would like compare 
Flying Witch, when I did my review of Flying Witch, I compared that to like a nice warm blanket being wrapped around you right near a fireplace on Christmas evening. I feel like a Manchu is like that, relaxing on an inner tube in like the calm ocean. That's what a Manchu is to me. Like that's what that's my visual of what a Manchu can be. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. My my feeling for it was um was like a Sunday evening, like Sunday evening with friends. Hey, like right now. <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> this is a Manchu right yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did finish watching uh, Kumamiko, Girl Meets Bear, and I now understand the hatred of why people hated the final episode of that show. I've wanted to see that show forever, but I couldn't find it. It's on YouTube. Uh, Funimation put all 12 episodes on there. Are and, you like, serious? I'll, I gotta watch it. Yep. But be prepared. Like, I, I prepared myself for that final episode. Like, okay, I know people hated this episode. I know the creator hated this episode. And I <laughs> watched it. Did. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That is like one of the worst endings I have ever seen in my life. Um, well, I can already take a guess as to what happens at the end. But I, I don't want to spoil it for myself or anybody else if I do take a guess. So my guess, I'm going to say it anyways. Yeah. There's, and, and don't tell me, if I'm right in any of my three guesses, don't tell me, tell me if I'm right, but don't tell me which one I'm right about. Yeah. Uh, bear eats girl. <laughs> girl girl fall, le- legitimately falls in love with the bear. Uh, or bear is shunned or killed by rest of humanity. <laughs> nope, none of those. None of them! Oh, then nope. I really have to check it out then. Because I would hate any of those endings. Mm-hmm. Although, if the if the bear just <laughs> straight up ate the girl at the end of this show, then I would say that would probably be the best I would... scenario out of those three. Okay, none of, it's none of those three. And I'll say that the show did a really good job with capturing somebody who has really high social anxiety, but the way they treat the character at the very end, just really, I was actually surprised at how pissed off I got with the ending to this. (laughs) Wow. All right. Yeah, I got to check it out. That's your homework. Um, That is your homework. If you can, watch all the episodes and come back on either the next episode or the following episode. So, should we talk about waifus? Sure, let's talk waifus. We have a fan who's... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash post. Like our, our ever-growing list of waifu watches that people want to hear us talk about. So they want to know from us... 
who were our waifus and husbandos before we knew what waifuism and husbandoism is? Like, what before we knew what character crushes were, who were our waifus and husbandos? So are we doing cartoons, too, or just... Anything. Like, well, any form of media can have waifus or husbandos. It? It's yeah. just that... Oh, he found that's, it. That's a really good question, by the way, to the person who asked this. Yeah, it's um, um it's J- it's Jada Numi Gaming. Oh, okay. So, Jada so our Numi. wicked fan, Dylan. It is Dylan. Yeah. To say I recognize that one. Yeah. So um, so a while ago, uh, Dylan sent us this question, and um, I actually responded to him by saying, "Well, hey, we actually talk about this topic all the time because we run the panel My Wife Who's Not Weird, and in the panel My Wife Who's Not Weird, we actually." talk about this exact subject mm-hmm. um and uh and we explain it to people the process of, of how it comes to be whatever it's really pretty neat now i can tell the super embarrassing story about when i had my first character crush but it wasn't intentional mm-hmm. when okay so when you're i tell the story during the panel and i can tell okay, it now so I know what it is. you know how when like i can speak for for the gentleman in our in our group here that when you go through puberty it hits you like a truck like just just suddenly flip of a light switch girls aren't gross anymore and cooties aren't a thing anymore yeah they're not a thing anymore you want to kiss a girl's face you know whatever but because your brain the way that your brain works is that when you sleep your brain cannot make up faces you can't if you haven't seen a person before then you can't put their face your brain can't make their face so so you whenever you dream you can't make up people so it takes people that you know and puts them into whatever situations and it's randomized that's where freudian slips come from it's where you have dreams about your mom in in certain situations it's completely normal well for me one time i had a dream of falling in love with somebody and my brain decided that it was a perfect opportunity to choose reggie rocket from rocket power (laughs) and (laughs) And yeah, and I woke up the next morning feeling horrible about myself because I was like, "Why would I fall in love with a cartoon character? It's something terribly wrong with that." And I, I just hated it. Like I hated the whole idea of it and everything. But you know how when you're in that half sleep moment, you still feel the feelings that you feel in your dream. Like whether if you have a sad dream, you wake up crying and you're like legitimately sad, or you have a fight with a friend and you wake up mad at that person for like the entire day. Yes. I've done that to James a lot. Same exact thing. I have. Same exact thing can happen. You're an idiot in my dream. You're now. Same exact thing can happen with love. You can you can fall in love with somebody or feel feelings of love for somebody that you legitimately have never met in your entire life. In this case, a cartoon character. Luckily, I've, I I'm over that. I, I was like I was 12 at the time, so I was like the same age as her. So that was my first experience with like the feelings of what actual character crushing like legit character crushing not not like oh this is just for fun sort of thing and and which is the state i am in now after that i think that a couple of us can attest to this that when we first got into it before we knew what character crushes actually were it was characters from teen titans yeah i true yeah no i i i was absolutely they were my um, first but yeah i don't think they were my first either see uh i actually think misty from from Pokemon was was one of them. My first crush of like cartoons was definitely Casey Jones from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Really? Yeah, that's, that's amazing. A, that's the one you tell on stage all yeah, the time. Yeah, it's the truth though. Um, I it, have several. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, right. And see, that's the thing too. Is um is when I was figuring it out. Uh, 
the first time I was on stage for My Wife Who's Not Weird, I said Raven mm-hmm. from Teen Titans as, like, my first waifu crush before I knew what a waifu was, and it was just like, oh my gosh, this is weird. But then I remembered uh, from earlier before then, uh, it was um, uh, Sasami from Tenchi Muyo. Oh. Uh, because it was like, because it was odd because we were around the same age, mm-hmm. you know, it was just like, oh, this character is like, like a kid. She seems like she'd be really cool to hang out with. Like, then uh, that's kind of like what it was. It'd be like, oh my gosh, if this character was really, it was real, I bet we'd get along really well. Yeah. When you're in that adolescent age of your life, it's totally fine to be writing fan fiction in your head. Yeah. Oh, I legit wrote fan fiction. Well, because you don't. Yeah, <laughs> but, but it's mostly it's mostly because you don't know any better and you don't know I'm a what girl too. what I can't to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you know they actually have a word for that in Japan? By the way, it's what? called chunibio. Yes, and yep. uh, it's it's like chunibio is a stage when boys are just getting out of middle school and they have to stop it when they go into high school. Otherwise, they're a chuni. They're marked as a chuni for life, and it is a, a bad thing to be. Like you <laughs> cannot be a chuni when oh you're in God. high school. And if anybody ever wants to see uh, an awesome anime about Chunies, is um, it's a trigger anime, and it was the first non-original that they did. Oh, and it uh, is when so... supernatural powers become commonplace. Yes, yes, that one. It's on Crunchyroll. It is so freaking good. It's actually and it's now DVD available now. on Blu-ray from Sentai Filmworks. Sentai. Yep. Um, and uh, I just want to clarify: um, I've upgraded to Ryuko from from Tenchi Muyo. I'm not, I'm not into the little. I'm girl trying thing. to think of like. I think my was I think it was definitely Casey Jones, and then also um, Cardcaptor Soccer Sharon. Really? Oh yeah. That's funny. Like I, for some reason, every like, I I might totally be addicted to the romance anime games online uh, or my phone, and <laughs> I always end up picking the asshole who treats you like crap, and then like. Turns out to be this really good guy, and which was Sharon, so it works. What's what's the male equivalent equivalent of Sundere? I was thinking about like all the character crushes I've had before I knew what character crushes were, and I came up with four. Okay. Okay, so Vegeta. Really? (laughs) Sorry. Because that's what I I watched a lot of Dragon Ball Z when I was a kid. No, honey, I'm with you. Mine was Gohan. Vegeta just did it for me. I don't know. I wanted then, to be Videl. See, Gohan seems more plausible. I wanted to be Videl so bad. <laughs> one, Vegeta. one, she dates Gohan. Two, she can freaking fly when she figures it out. Like yeah. Videl awesome. is cute. Yeah. Sorry, continue. I'm so, just gonna compare no, mine fine. with yours. Hey, so, I'm all for talking about awesome DBZ characters. Cool. <laughs> uh, I think also, no I'm, pretty, no, I'm like, I'm absolutely certain I drew photos of Daniel Radcliffe in a journal because I loved Harry Potter. So much. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I, I like, I totally did that. But, but Sarah, you have Rupert to. Grant. But, <laughs> but Sarah, you have to remember in our panel, we specifically say that uh, that real people are not character crushes. Are not waifus and has no. She no, 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 she no had but a it was just because Daniel Radcliffe was portraying the character. Yeah, she showed she had a crush Harry on Potter. Harry Potter. Oh, yes, okay. Harry Potter. Yeah, he just happens to look really perfect because I like <laughs> the movies. Yep. Uh, just, so like visually, I associated Daniel Radcliffe's face obviously with the character of Harry mm-hmm. Potter. Just as an update, no, there is no male term for Sundere because Sundere is an archetype. Hmm. Uh, sometimes for lols, I call it Mandare. <laughs> oh, that one's true for me. Sorry, he had like a list up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Keo from Fruits Basket. Like, damn. <laughs> the troublemaker guy who turns out to be a good guy. Like, it was my stupid, like, I couldn't help it. Casey Jones, same thing. I like the bad guys. 
<laughs> See, I also I also liked Han Solo. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, because we watched a lot of Star Wars when I was a kid, so... Mm-hmm. I like that one. <laughs> I, it's true. Like, he was the scoundrel. I loved it. And then Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit, yes. Uh, All right. Interesting, yeah. I've never, I don't know why every, like, every person in the world says Jessica Rabbit, but I have never in my life been attracted to Jessica Rabbit. (laughs) Never. Not once have I even thought about it. I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. (laughs) And Disney comes back, you know. (laughs) It always comes back. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Well, no, she's mentioned like two of my past jobs now, Disney and Harry Potter World. Her <laughs> dress was goals. I love the dress she That dress was really pretty. I mean, the sequins. Well, the so was, many sequins. But... <laughs> no, it wasn't what little... There was a lot of dress. The slit was just very high. Yeah. <laughs> like, up to her waistline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the top was, like, right before her nipples. <laughs> First, someone... Very that people know well is Catwoman. I had a bit of a crush on the Catwoman character, although I would say that was more attributed to Michelle Pfeiffer's uh, portrayal in Batman Returns. So does that still count? Really? Oh, really? I never liked that. It wasn't Danny DeVito. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Danny DeVito as Catwoman? Yeah, I'd <laughs> Probably better than Halle Berry. You know, I, I I love yeah, Halle Berry. definitely better than Halle Berry. I feel like Halle it Berry. counts if Sarah's doing. Daniel Radcliffe and I'm Rupert Grant, so <laughs> <laughs> that is okay. Maybe I, I that does count. count it. <laughs> All right, this I like Catwoman one. now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that Catwoman now is really. You cool. mean like yeah. pretty much painted on leather? What? No, she <laughs> had like that like badass pocketed leather suit with the like motorcycle goggles oh, yeah, and like that one's and awesome. the short hair. Yeah. The great Delisle. Well, well great Delisle's actually been for forever, but yeah, no, she's awesome. Yeah, and for my it's more obscure one. Who here ever watched or read The Max? Yes! Oh my gosh, I have The Max on oh, DVD. Oh, The Social Worker? Yep, Julie Winters, a free yeah. social worker. Yeah, uh, one of my animation teachers, that was his first animation gig, was he worked on The Max. <laughs> one of my favorite, I actually have one of my favorite quotes when um, Mr. Gone, like, captures her and, like, puts her in that, like, little sexy pink outfit. Yeah, and has her, like, yeah I know what up. you're talking about. Let me yeah. guess. I'm supposed to be dressed as every cheerleader from prom queen and circus acrobat who ever turned you down for a date. And then I beg and whimper, you finally achieve some sort of tawdry sexual revenge. She was really, like, witty and, like, uh, what's the word? Snarky? Uh, not snarky. I don't know. Yeah, she's really catty, I guess. She was, like, she was like a tr- like, a good symbol of, like, 90s feminism, in my honest Kinda, opinion. yeah. Especially, yeah. like, when you go between her, Julie Winters, freelance social worker, and then the Max's interpretation from Pangea as the Leopard Queen. Yes, yes, yes. Yep, that's so true. Although, I, I have the, I will, I have I will the first couple volumes of that. She, she kind of gets a lot more messed up in the comic. Like, she, like, there's actually, like, a few issues where you find out that she's lost a couple fingers, and it's like... Like, she goes through some really rough patches, but the final chapter of the comic has all the characters basically being retconned, like, because of some sort of supernatural premonition. And she and her son are, like, returned to a world where everything is just good and everything's normal and, like, she's okay. So I was really happy with that ending. 
Yeah, I um I have the first couple volumes of the Max, but I never actually got to finish the whole collection. It goes uh, down in some really messed up territory. Like I shouldn't have been reading this as a kid, but I was. Can we talk about the Max for a little bit? How awesome it was as when it w- was premiering on MTV. As I have it on DVD. I yeah, think it's yeah. still one of the greatest Western cartoons ever made. Like yeah. I said, it, it really is. One of the greatest sequences is the beginning of episode two when they're talking about the uh, the species yes. and like the jump the jumping slug has no yes. natural enemies in life, just really stupid. Yeah, and like it jumps up like twenty feet in the air, but it can't land, so it just smashes into the ground. Yeah, and then the crabbit comes it, along and eats it up. It, it has no natural enemies. It's just, it's just really stupid. stupid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, on the other hand, so, the ra- the crabbit can jump and land, but it has a natural enemy. <laughs> The is, the is can jump and land. It has no predators, <laughs> except if you count me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's well, so good. We started talking about the Max from Waifus. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. The Max is my husband, though. Uh, the Ma- <laughs> um, I actually do have another Into the West that I want to talk about. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that kind of was a weird Into the West. Like we kind of went from waifu watch topic gachi kind of conversation to. Like, Into the West with the Max, and... Okay, go ahead. I was watching the Disney XD yesterday because they were doing a Gravity Falls marathon. (laughs) And they were playing an advertisement for a new show that's coming out that I've known about before, but I've finally started seeing advertising for it. And it was a show called Milo Murphy's Law. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Milo Murphy's Law. So it's... It's created, or the animation studio is the same people who did uh, uh, Phineas, Phineas and, Ferb. and Ferb, and it's created by, and written and created by Weird Al Yankovic, and Weird Al what? plays yeah. this kid called Milo Murphy, and you know Murphy's Law, Murphy's Law is if anything bad can happen to you, it will. Um, well, Milo Murphy is stuck under Murphy's Law, and but the thing is, he's starting middle school now, or high school, I forget where he starts, but... Um, he is so stuck under Murphy's Law that he has a backpack that just has all this stuff that's ready to get rid of all of his problems in it. So, like, if a rain cloud is hitting him, he has an umbrella in his backpack already to to fight the rain cloud. Like, it... it and... It Weird, looks like it's drawn by the guys. Right? Yeah, it's totally it Weird Al. Like, yeah, yeah. Phineas and Ferb. Weird Al know. plays Milo, and Weird Al also writes original music for every episode, and he's also already released the opening and closing credits music that he's written for it. Uh... I cannot wait because Weird Al is awesome in everything that he does. I was actually, I, I found out yesterday that I found his books in the elementary school that I work at. Uh, the library carries Weird Al's books and I'm like super bummed out that I can't check out books myself because I would totally get Weird <laughs> Al's books. Oh. And Christine in the background is nodding to me, yes I can. So I might check out some of Weird Al's books. <laughs> <laughs> I have a fun little story if we have time. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and, and I think that you guys will especially appreciate this. Um, but, okay, so at work, uh, there's my department I work in, um, and then there's another department that my dad is a supervisor of, and when I'm done with work, I usually go over there to hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, like, amidst all, it's like the help desk call center. So I just hang out with a bunch of people, and there's one guy there, his name's Marshall. And he is really, really young and, like, really super innocent and naive because he was sheltered his whole life. Mm -hmm. He, like, never saw movies or anything. 
But now he has this job here, and he's, like, getting into anime, and he lives with his aunt and uncle, um, and, you know, that's a lot better for him, and he really likes My Little Pony. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he ended up running a Facebook page that now has, like, over 20,000 fans. Mm-hmm. All about My Little Pony, and he was going to TrotCon. And when he went there, he went up to the front, and they said, oh... You're, you run this Facebook page, don't you? And he's like, yeah. They pulled him aside and gave him a free badge that he was a community leader and put him on his own panel, and he got to spend the entire convention with John Delancey. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's insane. God's in yeah. Discord with Discord. Like, apparently, John Delancey just, like, hung out with Marshall the entire time. They were just chilling and joking around, and John Delancey was, like, teasing the F out of Marshall, because Marshall is so easy to, like, just mess with him. Right. Like, just, it's just, it's like, you just feel like you have to, because it's so easy. (laughs) (laughs) And we all, like, kind of pitch in on it, and he thinks it's hilarious. Um, and so John Delancey was having a field day with him. And I just wanted to share that story because it made me really happy that John Delancey did that. <laughs> yeah, you know, John Delancey is such a huge part of the Brony community. Mm-hmm. Uh, he loves it. He strives for it. And he loves his part in My Little Pony so much, you know, that it's almost like his greatest achievement even over Star Trek. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think what he does is great. Mm. I just wanted to share that with you because I pre- I figured you guys especially would appreciate it. I do, um, and and I just it made me so happy. And Marshall sounded like he had a great time, and he wasn't having a good time because he was going out and playing Pokemon, and people were throwing things at him. Oh my god! Boo! Uh, Boo to the people throwing is... things at your friend. Boo! I say. <laughs> Marshall's literally like the sweetest person. Like he is that like that meme of cinnamon rolls. He <laughs> is the pure untouched cinnamon roll. <laughs> In well, then let's go on to some uh, fan service. Yay. Yeah, fan service. We're uh, we're gonna. Yeah, all right. It is about that time. So, uh, a couple of you guys uh, wrote to us over the past couple of weeks. We're gonna start with Scott. Wicked fan Scott uh, has some feedback for us from episodes seventy-five and seventy-six. Can you believe that our numbers are that high? Maybe maybe it's <laughs> supposed to be ninety-five and ninety-six. Yes, to the fangirl being forced to play our game. <laughs> <laughs> I already agreed to it, so we'll see how that works out. Yeah, so this is, yeah, these are supposed to be based off of 95 and 96. Because um, cause we're almost at episode 100. Holy crap! Yay! Oh, boy. Um, so, Scott comes with us to, with uh, with some birthday stuff, and he says that... We have a lot of birthday fan service. Yeah, well, see, the birthday fan service thing was really popular. Because it was really easy for people to participate, and I'm really glad about that. I have one, too. Out of all 35 of the characters that he shared a birthday with... Uh, they were all small and tiny characters, minus one of them, which was uh, Bakura uh, from the Yu-Gi-Oh! series. But I know the name. I need to Google the face. You need to Google the face. Yes, did they change it for? Did they change his name for the four kids version? That's like, so we pr- we probably thing. know him. It's gonna be like Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> <laughs> for all we know. Okay. I know the okay. face. Yeah. I know the face. Oh, okay, the white yep. hair dude. White hair dude. Long hair, white hair. Yep. Um. So. Uh, He's got the dreamcatcher looking thingy. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then he says that uh, for Waifu Watch, uh, for Final Fantasy Waifu Watch, which I love, I love Final Fantasy Waifu Watch. Um, he was uh, he played the trilogy of Final Fantasy thirteen, um, and so he said Lightning was best Waifu, which I tend to agree. Yeah, uh, Lightning is an awesome. 
and he says as far as a husbando goes um he's actually torn between the decision of snow and Sa- saz uh Sa- sash sash i don't know um s-a-z-h because we can pronounce things guys yeah, Snow uh, says, Sash, the chocobo living in his hair and best uh, best father in Final Fantasy. Yeah. So that's him. Yeah, that's Snow, and then that's no. Sash. Yeah. He says that uh, Sash may, might win, though, because uh, Snow is all evil, quote-unquote, in the third game. Um, he says from Final Fantasy IX, the best husband though is Vivi. That's it, a first. Just, yeah. <laughs> I've never heard as, consider any, uh, a mage as character crush material. He says that uh, it's especially hard uh, because Zidane uh, is basically a cat boy, but I ship uh, Garnett and Zidane. So it's hard to like give him the husband no status because he ships those two people together. <laughs> also on this, I won the Tumblr game with Vivi because I scrolled to, scrolled to the bottom with no porn. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, for those of you who don't know what the Tumblr game is, that was a couple episodes back, and we really don't know if we should share that with you on how <laughs> we, to play with you guys. We shouldn't reiterate it. <laughs> and uh, finally, episode ninety-six. Uh, talk about anime blocks on TV. He says the Saturday morning anime block over here in the UK on Sci-Fi Channel was good, but weird combination of Neon Genesis Evangelion and Marian successor uh, Nabesco as a block with some Japanese news stuff in between. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I think I am one of the few people who actually watched it because somehow because I somehow won two competitions from its short uh, less than a year run. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. That is a really good story. That's <laughs> awesome. I love that. So it's been on TV for less than a year. That anime blog was on TV for less than a year. He played all the contests and he won two of them. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's awesome. And we have uh, an update from Temsu at the anime birthday game. Um, and Temsu actually sent this message to us on his birthday. Um, and, uh, happy birthday, Temsu. Happy birthday, Temsu. Happy, happy birthday. So, um, he says, one of the many Idolmaster Cinderella girls, now, he shares his birthday with, I-19 from Kantai Collection, Ed from Animal Crossing, Silva from Shaman King, Pejmina. Pejmina, yeah, there you go, or Mufflerchan from Hamtaro. Um, And then his favorite here, Laboon the Whale from One Piece. It's so cute and so sad. (laughs) Oh my, that's the one, like, do you remember one time at Anime Boston that there was a plush of a whale? Yeah, yeah. I was hunting it down. I couldn't find it. That's Laboon. He's the cutest. And then, um, and he says, he finishes off by saying, surprisingly, uh, more surprisingly than anything, no one from Naruto How shares my birthday. Wow. <laughs> See, that's the that's greatest not... one is like everybody has a Naruto. It's like you're bound to have someone from Naruto. And Damn. It's like no one from Naruto has anything. <laughs> I didn't uh, know that was a thing. That is, I love our fans, guys. Guys, you've got to message us all the <laughs> I time. Have, I, feel like I, need to I have one list. more that was actually a, um, a comment on SoundCloud. Great. From Dorian. So Dorian said that he didn't have too many... On his birthday, being August 20th, which was just a day before ours, interestingly enough. But he does have Konata Izumi from Lucky Star, which I think that one's pretty cool. So if you have to walk away with a birthday, that one's not a bad choice. Also waifu material. Yeah. He, he said that the only other one, he had one guy from Terraformers, but he, he didn't say which one. Uh, he said, but his parents, they each have somebody interesting in him. His dad, October 27th, is the same birthday as Orochimaru from Naruto. What? 
Yeah. That's crazy. And his mom, June 27th, has the same birthday as Rachnura, Arachnura from Monmusu. Oh, really? The Spider Girl. Yeah, yeah, Spider Girl. <laughs> Can you pick the right day? <laughs> I have it on my phone, actually. I have the birthday programs in my phone, so yes. I oh, can. so we gotta find out what Victoria is. So I can cheat. I, I remember two of mine were... Uh, Dorian, thank you also for contributing your birthdays to us. Yeah, that was... Now you all have me interested and, like, curious. Really? It's the seventh. Okay. It's a lot faster. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be a good friend, but Failed. but you're programmed into my... Vo- no, to be fair, you guys are programmed into mine. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so Victoria... You actually have two Idolmaster characters. I, they have the same last name. I have a feeling they're twins. Uh, Log Horizon. Oh, so you have the twins. I, I yeah, in Idolmaster, <laughs> yeah. there's a set of twins in the in the show. You have Erica from Idolmaster Idolmaster Cinderella Girl. Huh, there's your Naruto character. Akimaru. Akimaru. Bleach. You have Senran Kagura birthdays. Uh-huh. Ikaruga. Ikaruga. Well, I have the I have the game, so she's somewhere in it. I want to find out who that the is. The best person I have um, who was born on my birthday was actually um, Naoko Takeuchi. March 15th, Sailor Moon's mangaka. Oh, interesting. Okay. She was like one of my... This girl was one of my favorite ones from the cards. There's so many Bleach characters, I don't know. Oh, you have another Naruto. Kiba. Kiba. Kiba, yeah. Kiba and Akimaru. You have Kiba! <laughs> she told I, that's us the only one I knew. Yeah. I knew Kiba and Akimaru. Yeah, Victoria has an Ikitosen birthday. She's got all the uh, girl fight animes. <laughs> <laughs> Senran Kagura, Ikitosen. Should I like start fighting people now? Like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Sarah, she has a she has a Hunter X Hunter birthday. Oh, which one? Kilua. Oh my God! Kilua's like one of the best characters. I watched a lot of Hunter X Hunter back in college, and I'm trying to remember who they. You have an Eye Shield Twenty One birthday. The white haired bo- little boy. It is the white haired kid. Awesome. Yeah. You have you have two Eye Shield Forty One birthday. Or oh wait, birthday. wait, wait, wait! Eye Shield. Which one? I shield Kurita. Man, you got a lot of birthdays, girl. Man, and Sarah, you you didn't have any extras. I mean, no. I have I have more, but hang on. Um, which show? What's um? What's March your birthday? 15th. Oh, the eyes of March. Yes. Ah, oh, god damn it! <laughs> Every single time I say my birthday, oh, the eyes of March. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. You have Tokyo Ghoul, uh, Love Live, Umi from Love Live. Tokyo Mew Mew and Himoto Umaru-chan. Yay. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's a short list. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that very very much. Nobody wants to be born on the Ides of March. <laughs> there's no there's no Naruto on there. Yeah, there is no there Naruto, is no Naruto on there. Naruto. Oh my gosh, for shame. That's a thing. And Victoria got two. <laughs> well, to be fair, it's the kid who has the dog and his dog. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's Kiba and it's, Akimaru. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I'm sure he got the dog that had the same birthday for a reason. <laughs> I think it's time for some shameless plugs. It is time for some shameless plugs. Shameless plug time. Uh, before we move on to sh- some shameless plugs, I said that a- an announcement for another D&D podcast was going to be coming up. And here it is. So, um, well, <laughs> we as, you, we as, no, as you guys know, we've talked about it on our show before, um, that Victoria and James are featured on another podcast. And that is the Geeks New England podcast, uh, Legends of Aramis. Uh, the dun- Naker Amulet. The Naker Amulet the Dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Um, I will be joining them next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be guesting as a character, um, and I'm super excited because it's been four years since my last Dungeons and Dragons campaign. 
Um, so you the get to see me get tortured repeatedly. Really? Pretty much. I no, spo- no spoilers. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't made it that far yet. I'm, oh, just wait. I'm catching up. I'm catching up. I'm on episode seven, and they're very long episodes. I'm greedy, and it's not good for me. <laughs> awesome. You picked up the duck in the dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I will be joining uh, Geeks New England, uh, for the for an ep- a recording of Dungeons and Dragons, which I'm super excited. I get to play a rogue, which I'm also super excited, and I get to play. Of a character that represents my role-playing style very, very, very well. So, I look forward to it, Victoria. It's a lot of fun. I play a ranger. James is a blood hunter, which is kind of a newer one, which is actually a... Cre- uh, a custom, yeah, a custom class. Yeah, it's made by Matthew Mercer, actually. Yeah. Huh. So the voice actor, so who's also a, an amazing DM on Critical Role. But, yeah. um, <laughs> so, if you guys want another... Thing to uh, to listen to because we also Nerdy Show Network has Dungeons and Doritos as their D- uh, Dungeons and Dragons podcast. You also have the option of listening to Geeks New England, which is an affiliate of Wicked Anime. Yeah. So uh, if you, and if you want to catch up, so you can listen to my episode, or you just want to listen to the episode that I'm on, you can do that. But James and Victoria are on there all the time. So if you want to listen to more James and Victoria from Wicked Anime, go listen to the podcast anyway. One way to put you in. So, um, like I said, I play a ranger. I have a pet wolf who apparently has an alcohol problem now. Well, wait, now? Like, because yeah, it's, no, it's been, like, it's, since episode it's because, Okay, it was one. a joke at the beginning, and it's become official that I'm getting the update for a ranger, and I my wolf gets a flaw, and his flaw is going to be alcoholism. So, <laughs> <laughs> I legitimately have an Poor Nova. <laughs> my poor baby. Mm-hmm. Poor Nova. Mm-hmm. I, oh, funny enough, I was searching names for my character race, and my character race is named after things in nature. Um, and one of them was Nova, and I was just like, how funny would it be oh if I named God. my character Nova, <laughs> and there's two characters in the, in the podcast named Nova. How confusing really it would be, and awesome. Um, oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, so give uh, Geeks New England a listen and catch up so that we can all be joined in in this circle of... Dungeons and Dragons podcasting. Oh, and I'm bringing I'm bringing the uh, spicy nacho chip or Doritos, <laughs> spicy Spice chili Doritos, chili Doritos uh, to bring in that nerdy show aspect to how we play Dungeons and Dragons over on our end. Dungeons yep. and Doritos. Yep. It was Mike's favorite. It was Mike's favorite. So. Anyway, uh, if you guys want to join in on our conversation about waifus or birthdays, still because we keep getting those ones. Um, well, you everyone can, has a birthday. Everybody has a birthday. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where we post news stories, news updates, uh, and you can chat with us there, whatever you want. That's where we, uh, where I have my phone on me, so it's always, uh, it's always available. Uh, we'll respond to you. And hey, you can also find us at nerdyshow.com slash Wicked Anime, where if you're not already listening to the podcast there, where you can listen to it at SoundCloud slash Wicked Anime and on iTunes and pretty much wherever else you listen to podcasts, um, you can find us there as well as our videos. And you can also find our videos at YouTube.com slash Wicked Anime Reviews, which we just recently released a new video, which was another snack video, which we've been getting feedback saying, more snack videos! So I guess we're going to have to go out and find more oh, snacks and do more snack really videos. really gross snack video that I bought you with the light paper? Yes. Yeah, Victoria does make a little bit of an appearance at the end, and so does Evan. Yes, I do. Evan, Evan peeks in at the end as well, eating eating something delicious. It was really good. Don't spoil it was, what it is. It, it was The birds wouldn't delicious. even eat it, so I don't believe you. <laughs> the birds weren't eating it. It's true that the birds weren't eating it. Anyway, um, you, can also find it, you can also find us at all of the social meets. 
you can find us um, at Twitter. You can tweet us at YoWickedAnime. You can find us at Tumblr.com at WickedAnime.tumblr.com. And you can find us on Twitch TV if, you know, we're playing games on Twitch, which we haven't done in are a while, we, but we can. Are we going to put what I'm doing on Twitch? Uh, we'll yes. probably that was, that was, yes. Yeah, that was the idea. Okay. Yeah, I've agreed to, f like, P I don't know if everyone heard it last week. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to suck it up and play horror games and probably <laughs> yeah. scream and blow out your eardrums. So good luck with that. And I guess we'll be on Twitch. Woo! So that will be the next Twitch project that comes out of Wicked Anna Play. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and uh, I believe that's pretty much it as far as Wicked Anime goes. Um, Evan! Go ahead, plug your stuff. All right, so for the recent news, reviews, podcasts, episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bastard Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, if you are in a band and want to be featured on the show, or if you have any questions for our friend Sawa Sensei for our Nazo Nazo Nyongo segment, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can find me on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com, on Twitter at king underscore baby underscore duck, on the J-pop, anime, and video games aminos at kingbabyduckesh, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash omnistryinc. Like us on facebook.com slash bostonbastardbrigade and on facebook.com slash landavesh. And don't forget about all the other sites at the Land of Ash, including The Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Recap and Review, Smashed Rook, and Nerd Crave. Awesome. Sarah! <laughs> okay, so if you want to keep up with me, the, bless, the best place to do that, since I am still in the process of making YouTube videos, is on my Twitter. So follow me on Twitter at 42Believer, on Facebook, 42 Anime Reviews, YouTube is also 42Believer, and Tumblr is 42Believer.tumblr.com. And that's all my shit. All right. Yeah. And if you and if you guys happen to be local or are in New Hampshire on the weekend of the fourteenth, me, Jonathan, uh, Evan, uh, will all be in New Hampshire at another anime con. Victoria, you too. Maybe. Maybe. We had discussed it that it was a maybe. Yeah. Did you? It was if possibly if you guys could add me as press, I might be able to. And on top of that, I'm pretty sure I found out that Matt Mercer and Talison are going to be there. Yep. And that's too critical role, and I'm gonna die. So I'm gonna do my best to go. Heard it here. I'm Victoria's bringing, gonna I'm, die. I am bringing my D and D book and be like, please sign it. Talison is known for rolling twenties all the time, so I'm probably gonna be like, please touch my dice. <laughs> <laughs> Bless them. <laughs> Bless them with your magic. I don't want to have to throw them out. I think that's it, right? Yeah, that's it. That's, that's the episode, and uh, we have the impending doom of episode 100 coming up, which has the very, very special um, uh, whatever we're doing, and uh, oh that's still in editing, so it's coming right along. Uh, so we will see you on our next episode, and now we will sign off the only way we know how. Okay, bye! Stand by.
He's got he's got a couple paragraphs for us. <laughs> oh good. Oh good. Nice. <laughs> well, I have a pretty good I, I have a pretty good idea. Wicked A. Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes, or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy show. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other nerdy show programming, visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships. You can subscribe to the Wicked Anime Podcast via iTunes and SoundCloud. Leave a comment, like, and share, and follow Nerdy Show and Wicked Anime on all your favorite social networks. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.